Hey, 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 short rounds of beds and burners. My name is Doug, and I love minis. This is Doug Loves Minis. The show that hated the traffic going out to Palm Springs Friday, but had a lovely weekend once I arrived at Jash Fest. Coming to you from Hollywood, Doug Loves Minis HQ on Monday, April 4th, 2016. Yes, Jash Fest in Palm Springs was a super fun festival. The crowd at Friday night stand-up show was easily one of the most polite and nice crowds I've ever seen. And I had a blast doing a four-hour and 20-minute marathon episode of Getting Dug With High from an Airstream trailer at Jash Fest that you can watch on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Doug Benson, now or soon. Apologies if it's not up yet. We're working on it. And I cannot wait to go back to the desert for Jash Fest 2. Tomorrow night, Doug Loves Movies is back at Meltdown Comics in L.A. And this Saturday, April 9th, Doug Loves Movies comes to Greenville, South Carolina at the Comedy Zone at 420-ish. First time at that club. First time doing a Doug Loves Movies anywhere in South Carolina, I think. DougLovesMovies.com for more tour dates and more deets and more links and info. How are you guys doing in the DLM challenge? Movie number 47 for I'm Brendan, Promised Land. Can't for the life of me figure out how this movie has a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Doug Benson, what did you think? Um, I liked Promised Land, but also 51% is not that embarrassing a number. It just means that half of the critics didn't give it a good review. I mean, getting half of them to like something, that's, uh, that's not that terrible, right? I think some people didn't like Promised Land because it just landed too hard on the uh, side of anti-fracking, which I am. Fucking fuck fracking, you guys. Steve Schnub, S-N-N, wait, S-N-R-U-B, Schnub, Steve Schnub. Uh, for movie 78, saw Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Quest for fun and friendship brings risks and rewards. All right. I don't know if that means you liked it or didn't like it. I still have to watch it. I've been catching up on Love on uh, Netflix. Uh, not catching up, but, you know, binge watching it. I'm, I'm like five episodes in, and I like it a lot. Soul Popped. For movie 61, saw Zootopia. I blurt laughed harder at one point in this movie than any movie in a long time. Love it. Oh, I'd like to know what your uh, your blurt laugh was about. And your last name is Lewandowski? Are you uh, any relation to uh, Donald Trump's campaign manager? Stoned Movies for movie 104, saw Vacation. A good movie to watch while making dinner or fold laundry. <laughs> ah, high praise. Underscore Nin Jar saw movie 87 for a few dollars more. I like this even more than the first. Still no spaghetti, though. Yeah, you know they're not called spaghetti westerns because it's about eating spaghetti, right? It's called that because they're Italian. Uh, oh, Nin Jar for movie 86, a fistful of dollars. There wasn't any spaghetti in it, but it's still a great western. There you go. I got to go back and watch all that uh, Sergio Leone 
stuff again. Uh, Tomer G3 saw Blue Ruin, movie number 10. You wrote this on April Fool's. Is that an April Fool's joke that you're that far behind? Uh, anyway, but about Blue Ruin, which you clearly saw at the Wayne Fetterman Film Festival uh, as presented by Zach Alfinakis, because you included with your tweet a picture of those two dudes. And you wrote about Blue Ruin that it's an excellent thriller with just the right amount of violence. Yeah, I'd say it's a slow burner, that one. Patrick H. Dongjus saw for movie 75 Synchronicity, smart, funny, original time travel tale with great story and minimalist visual effects. A hidden gem. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen it. Um, Sarah the Octopus saw Glorious Bastards for movie 24. You gotta use those uh, eight arms to watch more movies, Octopus. Useless Dave, movie number 95, Unforgiven. Put this movie off for a long time since before Clint talked to empty chairs. <laughs> uh, great movie, though, right? That's probably the best. I haven't seen it in a while, but Gene Hackman. You really can't beat Gene Hackman. GVLO. O.W. saw movie 58, Carol. I enjoyed this slow and stylish love story far more than I expected. Blanchett and Mara are terrific. Yeah, I thought the performances were really good, but the movie was pretty boring. Chris underscore too sweet saw movie 83, Chicken Little. This is a witty and underrated cartoon. <laughs> okay. Uh... Kate Wolf saw Slow Learners, effing hilarious, but now my library love story dreams are dashed. That one can't be topped. I'm starting to feel like I might have read these two guys already. So one more. Katie Loves Movies uh, saw, saw uh, Listen Up Philip and says disjointed character development, but overall dynamic story about a vain writer. Yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman just plays a guy that's... Uh, uh, pretty vain and I guess it all kind of hinges on how much you enjoy uh, Jason Schwartzman acting vain I like it okay enough of that I'm doing stand up on 419 April 19 at Cobbs in San Francisco it's a countdown to 420 on 420 I'll be back in LA for Getting Dug With High Live at the Alex Theater in Glendale I've got shows in Portland, Oregon all weekend long, April 22, 23, and 24. 5 o'clock on Friday, 4.20, Saturday and Sunday. And then Douglas Movies uh, sold out at the Gramercy Theater on Monday, April 27th. So we added another one uh, there in New York City at the Gramercy on Wednesday, April 27th. Now let's go to CineFamily, where yesterday afternoon, as part of the aforementioned Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival, I did a movie interruption of the best Willy Wonka movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, with co-interrupters Julian McCullough, Jacob Siroff, and Wayne Fetterman himself. And at the end of this clip, I'm going to play for you this audio clip uh, you will get to hear the audience vote for what will be the next movie interruption. We watch a couple trailers, audience decides, and that'll be on April 12th, cinefamily.org for more info about them. 
Doug loves Cinefamily. And as always, the cliffhanger at the end of last night's Walking Dead episode, season finale, is a shithead. That's nice. Thank you very much. Hey, everybody. Smaller. It feels weird. Uh, I don't know which one of us is hosting this thing now. No, we're both. We're doing it together. Teamwork. Yeah. Uh, Wayne is going to be one of the uh, co-interrupters of the film this afternoon. Thank you. And we got. Uh, Do you remember the ones we've done so far at this festival? Yes, we did. Uh, well, it's funny because. <laughs> When you look at a listing somewhere, like, I forget where it exists, but there's a listing of Uh each year and what happened. Yeah. And for some reason... One year. There's one year where the movie I interrupted, the way it's written in the schedule just seems like that was the movie that inspires me. Oh, that's the And it was Cocktail. I mean, it it did inspire me that uh, people will swallow anything because that movie was a huge hit. But um, and when you look at it now, I mean, it was dumb then, and now it's still dumb. But uh, but one year I just presented Boogie Nights because that's a movie that truly uh, truly is inspirational to me. And then uh, every other every other year we've done an interruption of some sort. But uh, I can't remember. This year we tried something different, which was we usually. Usually Benson does a movie that's out currently that's kind of a bomb. Like, uh, what would be an example? Like, well, the last one we did here was We Are Your Friends. <laughs> which people, even you tell them that title, they either laugh or say, what is that? <laughs> There's no other kind of type of person. <laughs> uh, so, but it was really, it turned out to be very fun to interrupt. But like, going into it, it's kind of like, you know, this one might be a rough one. Right, and what was that sex movie that was out that we did? About um, Fifty Shades. Oh, Fifty Shades, yeah. I, that's going to be a thing. I'm not going to see those in their original release. Right, it's the best I'm just way to see them. Just yeah. interrupt it. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I want to see it for the first time with a mic in my hand. Anything that looks like absolute garbage, I just don't even see it in the first run. I just wait to do it here. But the director's here tonight, so... <laughs> you know that has happened. Yeah, now you see me, that movie about the four renegade magicians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, When we did that, Louis Latier uh, uh, was at the screening, and also uh, we were podcasting out back afterwards, and he uh, accosted us on microphone uh, to tell us how much he loved it. And he pledged that the, the Hadrian, we got to back get, is Hadrian? Hadrian's right up here. I doubt it. Uh, but somebody in charge. We gotta follow through on this because he said that we should have the premiere of Now You See Me Too here as an interruption. I just thought out premiere of the movie I was. The guy's got a really good sense of humor. Because we were, we savaged it. Paul F. Tompkins was there. <laughs> So, uh, so last year we did uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is the first one we did. Like, a so-called classic. A so-called <laughs> I never watched the beginning to end because I always got horrified and flipped the channel when Mickey Rooney showed up. 
And uh, so yeah, so that was uh, that was really interesting and, and fun. It ended up being very fun. And uh, and then you you picked. I went even further into the rabbit hole of what would happen if I interrupt a, a classic that I actually love. You love this movie. I love this movie. This is a movie way that I would just present on your festival if I was doing that sort of thing. Right. Uh, I I just love this movie, and I cannot stand the Tim Burton one. Right. Uh, they tried to ruin the legacy of this movie, but fortunately this movie's so great, it seems to have withstood that. And a lot of people just go, I like both of them. I go, whatever. <laughs> At least you got the first one's terrible, and the second one was amazing. <laughs> they figured out what was wrong. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not a fan of that one, and but this movie I just... Can you remove some tape? Yes. I, mean, I like to try to get everything ready before we bring everybody out. But I, uh, yeah, I really, uh, I really love this movie. I love the music, except for that. You guys know it. Uh, there's one boring song called Cheer Up Charlie. That is like... If it's not in that when to pee app, it ought to be. It should be in the when to go take a long, steamy... It's probably a good three minutes of just a sad mother singing about her sad child. I don't like... I don't even like the Oompa Loompa song that everyone loves. Now, dude, I could be wrong, but I kind of expect today to be a bit of a sing-along. <laughs> I know every goddamn word of every song. I won't sing into the microphone except for once, maybe. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I just love it. It just hit me at the right time. When it first came out, I saw it in a theater with my family. And, uh, and it was just... Where were you, in San Diego? No, we were... Uh, my dad liked to play in golf tournaments, so we were in uh, Sacramento. And uh, we saw it in a big, huge theater there that was brand new so it's like another next step in the right. theaters you know who hasn't and, uh, seen this movie they show oh or applause rather <laughs> applause if you've never seen the original Willy Wonka and the one person's raising their hand refuses to applaud that might be something that's never happened in this theater everybody's seen it that's crazy <laughs> All right, well, let's, should we get the guests out here? We, we got to get this thing going, because you've got two more movies tonight with yeah. Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Who's going to stick around for that amazing double feature? Uh, both a couple of good ones, yeah. Uh, but let's uh, get my other guests to help us co-interrupt today, in addition to Wayne Fetterman. We've also got Jacob Siroff and Julian McCullough, you guys. Well, Jacob's going to sit in the two spot there because he's got a guest. He's got a date that's going to sit next to him. <laughs> and uh, Julian, uh, sit here. And then also our, my good friend Dave wants to sit with you, if that's all right with Absolutely. you. He's a big guy, so you guys should show him that one. And uh, Wayne, you and I will have the old six and seven, as I like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Let's ask the guys real quick, J Jacob Siroff, if you, uh, what do you think of this movie? Uh, it's not as good as the Tim Burton one, but it's really good. <laughs> Is that how you really feel, or are you no, just I'm trying not. to make me angry? Because <laughs> it will not work on this glorious, that I got this many people to no, watch a movie they've seen before. I don't know where it's a beautiful day outside, and the parking around here fucking sucks. <laughs> 
find an accomplishment. But what, Jacob? I'm a little worried that it's, these are not, sometimes when the movie's good, it's a little harder to, to be mean about it. Well, we could just watch it. Okay. <laughs> stay along. Yeah, you don't have to be mean to it. Uh, plus, there's, just, there's probably good jokes just to, you know, pile on to uh, how awful the children are. I'll try to think of something. Yeah. And uh, Julian McCullough, what about you? Are you a fan I'm, of this film? Yeah, but I'm also looking forward to giving Gene Wilder notes. <laughs> I feel like there were a lot that of... that guy, he really misses it all. Yeah, I feel like he had a lot of missed opportunities in that movie. Where he really could have done something with the role. i got to say that that's probably why I love this movie so much and why I dislike any other version of it is because I just think he uh, does an incredible job with it. Yeah, because it's a kid's thing, but yes. Yeah, so he makes you believe so it's serious. a he makes you believe it's a movie about a guy that existed. Yeah, that, you know, like he's it a real dude. Makes you think that you should be scared of him at some point. Yeah. Like, it's just like what? Yeah, he's like the perfect dad. This guy, you know. Like... <laughs> I mean, like in a sexual way. <laughs> and Wayne, uh, did we already discuss this? You and I, uh, your 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 past with this movie? Well, I saw it when I was a kid. Uh huh. Again, there's a there's a scene where kids are floating and it looks like they're gonna get cut. <laughs> that was a little terrifying for me. And I just the, I I don't know the Oompa Loompa thing never worked. And here's what I understand from the original book: those are pygmies. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, switched switch a couple. Yeah. Days. Tim Burton handled that deftly. <laughs> And in, in, in the book, uh, instead of the, the old geese situation with the eggs, it's a, it's a bunch of uh, squirrels uh, that are shelling uh, nuts, right. and they fucking shell her to death. <laughs> the squirrels tear her apart. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a little drawing at the end that she's alive, but she probably doesn't have any skin. <laughs> The drawing in the original book uh, of what the what the kids that all you know had should happen to them, what they all look like, is kind of is pretty funny. <laughs> and I remember Sandy Davis Jr. Laughing, had just thinking about it. What? Sandy Davis Jr. had his only number. The candy man can. Uh, yeah, in the in the movie, it's, the, it's my second least favorite part what? of the movie. That song? That uh, cheer up Charlie. I is. love that song. But it's just a fucking candy man who is going to go out of business because he's just giving it away. He's just throwing candy at children the entire time. He's gonna lose it because he's he's gonna go to jail for something bad with children. And that's why he's giving away so much candy. Um, so what do you need to bring everybody I feel, down? I feel like if you're a man that sells candy, still never call yourself the candy man. I feel like that's a terrible title for a man that sells candy. There's never been a good candy man. But I do like the songs in this movie, and I like the uh, the messages yeah, like Jack and, and the jokes. And Jack Albertson does a hell of a right. job, and and just just getting to see visualize on screen the concept of four old people who decide to just all stay in bed <laughs> all of the time <laughs> until one of them there's a golden. T- I don't want to give away too much. There is nothing we can do, really. I mean, there's some things, but it'd be hard for us to ruin this movie because uh, everybody knows it so well. So, uh, but like but I you said, know it was a bomb when it came out. You know that, right? It was. It didn't go over so great. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's endured, as they say, of course. and they they show it everywhere. Of course. So it's like 
and because it's candy involved, it, it's like Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever classic, you know. Or a beer. Yeah. Beer. Yeah, we're going to show, uh, it's the new tradition for the uh, Benson movie interruption here at Cine Family, is you guys get to decide, I mean, I know it down to two movies, but you guys, guys get to pick which one ultimately we are going to interrupt on. By applause? I believe it's April 12th, yeah, after each, the two trailers are over, unless they, they go crazy, crazier for one or the other just while it's happening, yeah. but, um, uh, as soon as both of them are over, if we think there needs to be a vote, I'll, uh, I'll put it to an applause voting. And you guys get to pick. And if you have plans on April 12th, then by all means, clap for the one you don't want to see. <laughs> I think that's what happened with We Are Your Friends. <laughs> it was up against the last Hunger Games movie, which now I'll never even see because they turned it down. I saw We Are Your Friends twice. It was, it was, I did not plan that well. But I'm very excited about the two movies I picked for this next thing, because I think it's uh, extremely clever of me. Uh, and so uh, let's go ahead and do that, you guys. Thank you for coming. Wayne Fetterman, International Film Festival. This film's international, Wayne. It was a... Uh, film in Germany. Yeah. Munich, Germany. Yeah, talk about... Site of a pop horrible... Music. Uh, Jewish All right, here's our first option for uh, April 12th. Trailers have come a long way in terms of cutting. That was just like, what? Is there a six foot back in Gotham City? Get out of here, Harless! against Candy Man, that's right. Don't say it three times in a row. <laughs> I know, it's a Sophie's choice. <laughs> Men get 
gets older and he thinks very differently, things get very clear. Think so. Do we need to take a Superman vote by applause or uh, uh, let's do let's do Batman first? Who wants Batman? Pretty strong for Batman. Here we go, though. Superman. I wish that someone here could just make a decision because we could maybe we could book the whole night and uh, do a double bill. <laughs> double feature! Who wants double feature? You guys are, you guys are crazy. <laughs> that would be a lot to watch. Double feature with the same in one sitting. Yeah. Um, how how are we gonna decide this? This is so close. Like Superman. Which is Oh, you know what? If everybody's down with that, I would totally do that. Just halfway through one of them, it just switches to the back half of the other one. Ah, oh, I love it. Doctor Show Green Lantern. That's not no. Never. <laughs> well, what would you do first? You'd have to do... Yeah, what opens stronger? You'd have to do Superman. You'd, you'd have to do... Yeah, but that's a lot of wind-up at the beginning of Superman. Yeah, but there's a baby dick, and you don't get that in movies well. It's a super baby dick. Super baby dick. Super baby dick. All right, you guys. Well, we'll work something out. I'm glad that you're excited about both titles, and if, if we can do a hybrid, we'll we'll go for it. Uh, yeah. But for now, super bad. Let's enjoy Batman the, Willy, the Wonka. Willy Wonka. And the Chocolate Factory. This is Douglas Manny. 